How uh, you must be? You've been busy. I have been busy. How do you know I've been busy? Well, because you've been in um, Londonium. Ah, that's right. That's why we are recording a vesper rather than whatever you call the morning uh, service. It's um, so funny because yes. a vesper is uh, not only a motorcycle, but it's a motorcycle named after a wasp. So I was right with wasp when you said vesper. <laughs> I was thinking about the church. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. This is midlifing yes. vespers. <laughs> As opposed to, would be matan. That would be the morning one, wouldn't it? Uh, I'm so rubbish. I don't know any of these words. I don't know why I even started down this. Well, the reason people listen to this podcast is to learn words from you. So this is um, this, this might, this is the beginning of the know. end or the end of the beginning. <laughs> is um, your, yeah, you've been in London. Yes, that's Have you just right. got back? Uh, yeah, we got back about an hour and a half ago, and I am a little bit tired. Was that work or pleasure? Pleasure. <gasps> <laughs> so you wait until I leave London before you visit London. I know. I know. I know. It's just... That's not a coincidence, is it? I mean, it re- <laughs> it looks like a slight, but honestly, it was just a pure coincidence. That, it was Coldplay. Um... <laughs> was Coldplay playing. Oh my or god! Elbow. No, there is elbow. No, there is <laughs> there is nothing that would induce me less than Coldplay. I like Coldplay. I like Elbow too. You can like. I like Elbow, well, no, but, but I, I don't like think elbow. I would. Yeah, exactly. So this was a DJ. You were go, you a went DJ. to London to go to a DJ. I went to London to go to a to go to a club and dance until three a.m. You didn't. No, was it a Portuguese? Carried on till was, three. was the Portuguese it, DJ? And you left at nine PM. Portuguese DJ. No, we didn't leave at nine PM. We left at about I don't know about quarter to maybe two ish. Wow! Did you have to get an? We, did you have we, to get an Uber back to your hotel? We weren't staying in a hotel. We were staying with friends who also like aforementioned. Uh, oh, I should tell you the name. He's called Branco. B R A N K O. I've mentioned him because yeah. I'm a big fan. Um, and yeah, so he had a, he has, in fact, for the rest of August. Anybody who is in London town should check him out. It's at the Jazz Cafe in Camden. On every Friday in August, he has a residency at the Jazz Cafe, and he is a phenomenally awesome DJ. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. How, how was the, what was the, what were the demographics of the group there? On a Friday night, the jazz cafe. This, well, this was the interesting thing. We drove past Wait, earlier on in the evening while there was a. You drove a huge... to London. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I know it was not. Uh, <gasps> it was not necessarily the best choice, mm. except Jeff was in tow. We uh, because this is high summer. Um, Jeff's holiday cottage uh, was fully booked, so he wasn't able to go and hang out with the. Uh, so did he come clubbing with you? He came to our friend's flat and slept in the bathroom while we were out. 
and had a high old time then today going around Kentish Down and Camden being treated like a little celebrity. I bet he was. it turns out that people in London have heard of Dalmatians but apparently have never seen People of London have probably heard of Geoffrey, actually. Oh, it's possibly true. Mm. He got so much attention. He was being manhandled left and right and he was just like, yeah, this is how it should be. Manhandled. Um, and so I've come back and made me and Bob a vodka martini, and we are just carrying on as if we are still. And did you dance and dance and dance? Mm. And what were the, were, the, were you like? Do you think you were the oldest people in the room? No, curiously, we weren't. To answer your question about demographics, it was a mix of humans. There were, I think, the usual, perhaps the usual club goers who would be at 20s. that kind of a venue. Yeah, exactly. There were people probably comfortably up to their late 50s, early 60s. Hmm. Not many of them, but a few. And then there was, uh, you know, a a smattering of everybody in between. There seemed to be uh, a significantly large uh, Portuguese diaspora presence. Do they, do they, uh, did the oldies bust some moves? The oldies were were sort of doing some good swaying. Bob, I forgot, is in her natural habitat in uh, a club with, with, a very very loud bass it was great it was really good and it was it actually made me think about something um which i I think i want to talk about you've got you've got content i think i have i think i oh no i think i've come with an idea for a conversation it's lucky because um all i all i had to talk about was um having uh, the most unbel- egregious sugar hangover on Friday, like I've never had before. And also, um, oh, wow. um, I introduced myself to Reddit. Okay, we're going to have to fall down the Reddit <clears throat> rabbit hole on another day. Because, because, wow. I need to know about that. But I do, I do want to ask you something, and maybe it won't last long, and maybe we can come back to Reddit. And also, <laughs> sugar hangover. What had you eaten to such excess? Oh my God, Lee Miller! Oh, I think I have an addiction. I think I actually, I really do think I might have a problem when it comes to sugar. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? The first step on the road to recovery is admitting that you have a problem. So you have a problem. Mm. Well done. You're. This is a safe space. <sighs> Tell me more, as I just have a sip from my vodka martini. <laughs> no sugar. So I, uh, yeah, I just went and, um, you know, I was doing some um, some no plastic shopping and they had some, they had some, I guess you'd call them jubes. I don't know, I would call them jubes. I don't know what they're called in this part of the world. Sugared. Jelly beans? Yeah, no, but they're like sugar coated and they've got sort of, they're sort of hardish, softish, um, sort of jellyish gelatinous these are vegan ones uh-huh and i got a little container and i sat uh-huh. went back to work and opened the container and i knew i would eat them all and even as i was even inviting that kind of jitteriness i was still eating them and um didn't sleep a wink like just basically was like all night this would have been at four o'clock in the afternoon and then woke up in the morning feeling utterly Actually, and it was, I reckon, 24 hours later, I started to feel vaguely human, and my gut still hasn't settled down. Can I say, I don't think that you have a sugar addiction. I think the problem that you've got is that you don't keep a regular enough intake of sugar in your diet, because if you did, you wouldn't notice. (laughs) Because I'm like, 
That seems like a normal afternoon to oh, eat a, a massive tub full of sweets. Well, and then... I just, I, and I think maybe that maybe there was something wrong with them. But yes, I just felt horrendous. I mean, like oh, massive headache, and I had a I had a oh, supervision wow. with a bunch of students on Friday morning, and all I did was talk about my um, sugar hangover. <laughs> <laughs> and you say your 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 tummy's been wobbly. Yeah, since yeah. I mean, I'm feeling a lot better now because I've just. Oh, um, I'm glad. But, uh, yeah. You've been eating nothing but celery and uh, and and still water. Yeah, it's like you've got a camera something. set up in our uh, in our new flat. You yeah, don't do you? <laughs> Who do you think's renting the flat to? <laughs> well, I know the person's deceased, so it's not you. <laughs> or am I? <laughs> oh, that's um, great. Podcasting with a deceased person. <laughs> I've been on the spreadsheet for a while. This has <laughs> been the long right. con. What you didn't know Did is, you... this is why you've not this seen me. This is basically I'm your last ghost. breaths. I'm, I'm podcasting with no, your no, last no. breaths. I've, no, I've been long con. I'm a ghost. That is great. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my that's my sugar hangover story. Not nearly as interesting as Reddit. Uh, I, if we do, no. we won't this week. But if we do get to talk about Reddit, um, it would be fun for you to guess which subreddits I follow. <laughs> is there a Pomodoro subreddit? <laughs> <laughs> there probably is but i haven't followed that one i'm tempted to look okay. right now <laughs> resist, give me a moment resist, resist. <laughs> so tell me your um content oh well mm, it might not be content it might be over really quickly but um i was struck by how nice everybody was at the club hmm. and i haven't been clubbing gosh in well it's not been a, you know it's not been decades but it's probably been a couple of years before the um the pandemic so it's it's been a while and you're but you're from clubbing of... heyday you're from clubbing ecstasy taking heyday as well aren't you you're a 90s boy in that sense yeah yeah so i, yeah, I think drum i mean and bass, while, while uh... i yeah while I wasn't a big, I, I wasn't big on that scene. Um, my friends were, um, and Bob was, and so it means that I, I've been to more clubs, I guess, than I think I have, because I don't think that it's something that I did, because I, I didn't really you followed. Exactly, I was just I, I would go along with people. It wasn't it wasn't central to my existence, and I seem to remember falling asleep a lot against speakers, because I've never really been good at staying up late. Uh, so it's it's. I was on I, the other I speaker. Sleep I sleep on against the other speaker. Oh, I uh, I did have a moment where I dropped off yesterday, and uh, one of the a, a, one of the at staff, the club at, at the club. Yeah, of course, standing up because <laughs> that's how I roll. Um, and one of the uh, one of the staff tapped me on the arm to ask me if um, if this was my can. It wasn't, but at first I was just like, "Who's this man in my bedroom? Why is my bedroom so noisy?" I'm not in my bedroom. I'm in a club. Calm down. Okay, wow. right. Gotcha. So I did have just. I know. I would have only been asleep for seconds, but still, I. Uh, well, you weren't dancing in your sleep. Were you? Powered down. No, this was. I uh, there was a um, there was a, a brief window where my legs just said, "Lee David, you're going to have to calm down. You're going to have to stand still uh, because rise. you're a bit tired." I used to have yeah. when I was so uh, I my... when I was training at um, at the conservatoire, the dance school. Um, we used to there was a guy, um, and uh, we used to do. We had some theory, very little. Like we did a lot of dancing, and they always scheduled theory at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so smart, and um, he had an amazing ability 
amazing ability to fall asleep with his eyes open. Oh, wow. And it was the most peculiar look because they didn't, they weren't, it was like he wasn't, he stopped looking out of them. Yeah. And I've never seen anything quite like it. Uh, he, he really, it was, it was super freaky, but what a, ta- what a talent. Anyway, I was in the club and I was having a really lovely time and everybody was having a nice time and were being nice to one another. Hmm. So there I was enjoying myself and I remembered a conversation I'd had earlier on in the week with a colleague who asked, why is everybody so angry all the time? And we both sort of had a chat about what it was that was making everybody so cross because we agreed that there was a sense that everybody is angry all the time or at least the media is telling us that people are angry all the time and hold on hold on the door oh wait hang on the door's just swung Hello? open and someone's creeping okay. in Ooh. with a I hope it's smile on your face <laughs> Is this a home invasion? Do you need me to call 999? Hang on. Lil says hello. I mean, Lee says hello. Is it an intervention into the podcast or an intervention into the wardrobe? Would, she thought it would be a quick intervention. and Into the podcast or into the wardrobe? Into the wardrobe. It's into the wardrobe. Oh, right, okay. But now it's too- I mean, I've... I heard you both talking about your addictions and I'm staging... She's, did you hear that? Did you hear that? I can hear that. Yes, I can indeed. Uh, I thought you had your headphones on. No, you have your headphones on. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying I'm talking too loudly? <laughs> is this is this is this Lil's inaugural visit to midlifeing? I think it might be. Oh wow! Yeah, I think I'm. I think this is this is a high watermark. So, anger. So, yeah. So I was I was thinking about my experience last night. I didn't see any anger. I just saw untrammeled joy do you think that people are do you think that people are getting more mad like like more cross i don't uh, well of course i am in no position to answer such a question and the only thing that comes to mind though which is a, a way to respond is that it seems clear that we're being when i say we i mean i think i'm thinking the people of the united kingdom and so i'm not going to speak for anyone outside of this particular United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. And um, not very united, uh, clearly. And so there's, but there's certainly something in terms of this feeling of instability that what's going to happen tomorrow and what's going to happen and what happened last week and so there's, it's like the like the, the sensation I have is things coming at us a lot, and I'm in a position, I could say, if of all the privileges um, I possess, and um, that's next week's episode. Um, I uh, I one of the privileges I possess is that the, the sense that I am reasonably well resourced. I don't just mean financially, but you might say psychologically, emotionally as well, to deal with those things. And you know, the the why of the feeling, and which might be different from the reality of being resourced, means that that my capacity to cope with that sense of insecurity or instability um, is probably reasonably good. Um, but 
that's a that's a long way of saying, but there's going there are going to be lots of people, lots of people in this country. This country, what is it, sixty seven million people, something like that, that their capacity to cope with um, the sense of the ground constantly moving underneath them, constantly, and which is why it's which is it's 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 no surprise that a populist leader would be elected and so with such a huge mandate the way Boris Johnson was because here's someone who's promising us the world. Yeah. Well, here's someone who, sorry, who promised us the world. <laughs> and yeah, so yeah, the, yeah and, that, and to me it's, uh, I don't think there's any, I don't think it would be at all surprising that one of the reflexive responses to that instability is to lash out regardless of the target but you know the usual demons the they're the usual suspects aren't they the people that we the, yeah. the people that we that human beings blame and we tend to blame people who don't look like us it's pretty simple that's yeah. you know it's i don't i think yeah, there are don't look like us don't sound yeah like and there us, are good don't, reasons don't, don't do the things yeah, exactly we want they're do. good they're yeah. good very very good cultural reasons for that as well uh, i don't agree with them at all i don't like it at all but there's you know that sense of let's circle effectively circling the wagons but at a, on an epic yeah. scale so when you say yeah, when you say good cultural reasons, you mean they they grow out of an anthropological truth. Yeah, and also, but also, not, rather than yeah, exactly, yeah. It's, you have to do a lot of. Um, I actually think we human beings have to do a lot of work to trust people who don't look like. I really do think it's hard work. Like, I don't think it's something that comes easily to us. I guess we kind of talked about that last week, didn't we? We were talking about what does it take to trust. Yeah. Yeah, and I, in a different I, that was a I different context. Like, it was a much more sort of personal context, wasn't it? Or a closer context. We're talking about it on a yeah, but we didn't we didn't interrogate at all that sense of do we, you know, we <laughs> what we didn't do was we didn't. Hmm. Who's that great? Um, who's the uh, Levi Strauss was the anthropologist, wasn't it? Claude Claude, Claude Levi Strauss has that beautiful mm-hmm. say, beautiful bit of writing about. Um, about villages and you want to keep your enemies um, uh, far enough away, but not so or, uh, not so far away that they that you uh, that you grow not to see ever see them. So you grow too, mm. but you also don't want to keep people that are. Um, uh, uh, I'm really screwing this up, and I'll have to. It'll be in the show notes just as a correction. But that you don't want to be too close because then you end, you end up and it kind of creates friction and tension. So there's, you yeah. know, he's describing this kind of sense at a tribal scale. Um, Here's the weird thing, isn't it? I wonder if that takes us back to, although I know we haven't really delved into it in detail, but just by talking about Reddit, <laughs> we've got this weird sense of oh, of. Wow the many together and apart that the internet is. It sure is, isn't it? It's weird. Yeah, and it, it you know, it, it, it amplifies voices, and we know it does this. We know that it amplifies voices that, that satisfy us and that, that lean into or allow us to lean into the way that we were thinking anyway. It doesn't do anything to interrogate us or challenge us and the, the, um, the algorithmic nature of it keeps pushing us further and further down those paths. Yeah, and, and it's propped up by extremes. So the, the, the voices of the very yeah. far left and the very far right are amplified in a way because the yeah. algorithms are pushing us towards those kinds of strong yeah. reactions. So that the massive majority of people who exist in between those polar extremes are effectively mm. uh, unheard. Yeah, I, this is uh, we want we we believe the things we want to believe. This is not that's not a specific 
that's not a special group of human beings. We seek out things that reinforce the things we want to believe. Why we believe them is is neither here nor there. But with that we believe yeah. this, and I'm and we, you and I are doing it. We're all all our listeners are doing yeah. it. Do you know what? You know, everyone goes on about what? the algorithm, and um, yeah. Do you know TikTok? Everyone goes on about TikTok basically being um, like like this this. Uh, this algorithm um, high, like a sort of an extreme version of an algorithm. And um, I read something that the the algorithm is so unsophisticated that the primary bit of data, the primary bit of data that helps TikTok, this machine learning, decide what video to send you next is, wait for it, how long you spent on something. <laughs> that's the algorithm. Yeah. That's uh, that, that's how sophisticated yeah, you that say, you know. Let's be clear. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. person spent a little longer that on that one see. than they did on that one. Let's send them more. Send Maybe them. they like dogs. <laughs> we'll send them more dogs. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly. I sometimes, <laughs> sometimes on Instagram, I will I will look at something which I'm uninterested in, and then get other things that I'm uninterested in and then, you know, go, don't like, don't, don't like, don't like, and think, I guess the algorithm is getting really upset. But I, I thought, I thought you wanted that, Lee. Please don't shout. Please don't press the screen so hard. Why are you so angry, Lee? <laughs> what, what, <laughs> don't what, thumbs just, down. Just take, just take a deep breath. I have no idea how we got here. Based on, I had a really nice night in a club listening awesome. to Branco. That is and... so awesome that you had it. He was all—he was just all kinds of good. And if anybody is in London or anywhere where Branco is playing... And don't be angry. He did a lovely thing. And I've never heard this in a club before. Um, he said, London, is everybody having a good time? Yeah. Is everybody feeling safe? Oh. And I just went, oh, I fucking love you. Mm. That's such a lovely question to ask. Mm. You know, I mean... You could be cynical and go, what are you going to do about it if the answer is well, no? Well, yeah, that's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to admit that's exactly where my mind went. Well, who's going to go? No, right now I don't. I don't. <laughs> but yes, it's still it is beautiful. I mean, I thought it was a beautiful question to ask, but also it, it does it, it, it did something in my body in that moment that made me go, oh, where am I dancing? Who am I dancing near? And how do I make them feel? Mm. So it immediately pushed me back into myself to go, Oh, am I am I encroaching on anybody's space because I'm just being mm. a bit too abandoned? Am I accidentally cuz I was really aware of touch last night in a very interesting way. I got touched a is lot. Is this post covid awareness or first time back in a club since you were in your this 30s? This is my fir- this is oh, this is my first time in a club one night. I don't think since By the way, happy birthday. A... But between between oh. the last recording and this recording, Lee, dear listeners, Lee Miller, Lee David Miller has had a birthday. And you know what? It's his last birthday in the 40s. He's now on his 50th trip around the sun. Yep, that's true. It's a slippery it's slope, true. isn't it? I mean, no. It feels exactly <laughs> the same as last year and the year before and the year before that. It doesn't feel substantively different, oh. except maybe being in a club felt less... Um, icky. I felt less aware of my uh, the the there was less anxiety about my flesh in the space. Mm. I didn't I didn't feel judged. So you did feel safe. 
I did feel very, very And you safe. were looking after the safety of others. I, um, you make me think that, and that's probably a slightly weird thing to say, but God, touching human beings and being touched by human beings is just incredible, isn't it? And I know it isn't for everyone, but God, I just, I just think it's such a special, I think it's such a special, but I also appreciate that it's not for everyone and for all good yeah. reasons. But but that's, that's why consent and asking and all of those sorts of things are, are really important. But one of the things I love about having a dog in the house is the profligacy of his touch. <laughs> he doesn't ask permission. He's unconcerned about the fact that my body might feel a particular way. And, you know, he, so he'll just like, he'll push into me. He'll move me out of the way. He'll just walk between my legs. He'll sit on my feet. He'll, he just, and because we were staying with friends last night um, and, and he was in their house and he was, he, he took his behaviors with him. Um, because he's a dog and that's what they do and he was profligate in their space and it was just it was you've had our dogs in your space so you know how chaotic it is to have animals who are unfamiliar with your yeah crashing the banging and suddenly yeah exactly banging knocking things yeah, yeah, over their tail walking God, into you tail. Oh. I know, I know, I know. I think it was William who visited our place, actually. And um, it was, in, yeah, um, it was. Will, Will would have spent quite a bit of time, uh, yeah, 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 with with you guys. Um, but yeah, so I think for me, it's not just about it's it's not just about touching humans. It's actually it is just about being touched. Mm, not, yeah, it's true. Not just humans. Yeah, me and Jeff were walking the dog. No, me and Jeff were walking the dog. Jeff is the dog. <laughs> me and Jeff were walking. I was walking the dog. Um, and we went past a field of cl- of cows. And um, a couple came over to have a look at the small cow that Jeff is, because he's black and white like they were. And this cow just got very, very brave and just leaned its head against me. Oh. I'm pretty sure it was trying to just get a better look at Jeff. But you happened to be in the way. I was in the way. And it was just that sense of like, yeah, this big thing is just pushing me. And it was lovely. Touch is nice. I like to think of you, um, you and your, uh, you and your kin grooving away to Branco uh, in London, and just having a really beautiful, beautiful, warm, safe, fun, no, no anger, anger-free evening. I think it was one of the um, most unself-conscious and i'm not going to put this in the podcast because it just seems ridiculous but uh it was one of the yeah the most unself-conscious and joyous evenings i have ever spent in a room full of other people i don't know why you would want to have leave that out of the podcast oh because it just feel it, i feel like i'm just saying i had a nice time isn't going out fun no no it doesn't sound like that at all or maybe it is also because we've spent i'm still negotiating what yeah. it is to be in a room with people, sure. and, and and that was, you know, I I feel fairly confident I'm going to get primed COVID you. as a result. It of primed this. you for, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I don't. That's um, I I think that's a beautiful thing to hear, and really, really special. I don't uh, I have no cynicism about that, and I'm all I all I feel is a little bit envious. But, um... Uh, that uh... I'm sorry that it happened after you left London. Otherwise, you would have totally been on the guest list. <laughs> I was still recovering from my sugar hangover.